0: There is no way in hell this episode is going to stay up for long, because in today's episode, I'm going to reveal to you the dirtiest, the darkest, the deepest secrets, the seven laws of influence, and how you can use them to ethically persuade and influence people to do whatever the hell you want. Be good with this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Technically, it's legal, and if you get in trouble, if you do the wrong thing, don't tell people I taught you. Because I'm going to deny to the heavens and earth. And with that in mind, let's get to it. Ah, Let's go. I drink from skulls. Drink from the skulls of my enemies. Law number one, reciprocity. People don't like feeling that they owe people stuff. So if you give someone something of value, whether it's a physical gift or it's it's some, some sort of educational thing, something that serves them they will be inclined to want to give something back to you because if you're anything like me you don't want to own nobody it's really that simple this has been statistically proven that if you give stuff to people for free they will feel obliged to give something back bonus points if you make your gift personalized and make sure it's unexpected that'll catch everyone off guard law number two scarcity people want what they can't have people want what they don't have so if there's an abundance of something no one wants that shit. crazy humans that's what we're like think about how much more you want something if you know there's only five of them left or three of them left or god forbid it's the last one available think about places like booking.com or trivago where you see there's only two rooms left only one room left you've got to act now but you have to be intelligent about how you do your scarcity Because it's been done in so many different forms, people are a little bit smarter than they used to be. So you can't do a going out of business sale every week and expect people to believe you. No offense, rub guys, but uh, let's get a new trick. If I was going to suggest of how you could use a little bit of scarcity, put a time limit on an offer. Make sure it expires and then stick to your guns. Don't give in when people come for the offer after the fact. It may be available for seven days, seven days only. That's the offer. That's the deal. Take it or miss out. And let that FOMO kick in. The third law of influence, authority. One of the most powerful laws that there is, is authority. Think about trusted advisors. Think about people that you do what they say without even having to think of what they're saying. Want an example? Let's talk about doctors, physios, people in the health space, legal profession. Nine times out of 10, we normally do what they recommend. Even if we think it's dumb or silly or anything else, because God forbid, we don't follow the doctor's orders. And then have a think about the law, the police. Most people follow that, not this guy. I live on the edge, but most people do what they say. And I'm not saying pretend to be a doctor or pretend to be a lawyer or anything else. But what are the things that you can do that establish authority. As an example, years of experience in an industry, the number of people that you've helped in the past 10 years, the number of happy people that have used your service, talk about these things. They will establish authority quickly. One thing I do whenever I talk to someone on a Zoom call or Google Meet, I'll say in the past five years, I've generated hundreds and hundreds of thousands of leads. And if it's one thing that that's taught me, it's... And then i go into the punchline it doesn't really matter what i say because i've built myself up i've established authority that in the past five years i've done this big cool thing and don't lie about the thing that'll be kryptonite let's move on to the next law consistency it is the easiest and simplest one to implement but it is also the one that stops 99 percent of people being successful here's an example of people who aren't consistent they're on social media They're changing their job. They're changing their passion. They're changing their project every three to six months. They're making more changes than people change their underwear. Think about those people. Do you trust them? Would you do business with them? Are you going to get your credit card out and shell out a bit of cash? Hell no. Because there's no consistency. They're wishy-washy. Consistency comes from repetition. Doing the same thing over and over and over again. The fastest way that you can show people that you're consistent and that you are who you say you are, Post on social media. I've been making posts every day for the past five years. And I got to tell you, people didn't start to believe me or buy into what what I was doing until I'd done this for about, I don't know, at least six months. Six months minimum. All right, so you're going to have to deal with the bullshit of people, you know, giving you a hard time. But stay the course, my friends, because this is what I call death by a thousand paper cuts. The drip effect over and over and over and over again, bludgeoning them to death through consistency. It's the one thing that everyone can do. It's it's within our control. It just takes effort. It takes accountability. And it's why most people won't do it. If you commit to something, if you give someone your word, do the thing. And if you can't do the thing, let people know why you couldn't do the thing and when you're going to do the thing next. Be consistent. Communicate it. Put your message out there into the world and get the job done. The fifth law of influence, this is an interesting one. Technically, it's called liking or similarity. And the way in which this law of influence works is that we we naturally, we are attracted, we enjoy, we find it very easy to deal with people or to, co- to communicate, to have relationships with people who are very similar to us. Shock horror. And for those who don't, That's a whole nother kettle of fish and tons of work with your with your favorite psych that I'm not getting into on this one. The easiest way to get someone to like you is to pay them a compliment. Don't be a douche about it. Make it genuine. Make it real. Compliment people. Communicate with them. And find a way to be cooperative and, and to achieve a mutual goal. We want to communicate with people. We want to find that common ground. Fastest way to get some common ground? Relationship status. Do they have kids? Do they? Do you have something in common? What similar age brackets? Similar industries? It's really not high, hard to find some common ground and to get people to start liking you. Or just pay someone a compliment. It's not gonna hurt you because when people feel like they are similar to you, they buy into your values. When when there's a value alignment, the connection happens quick. And that brings me to my next law of influence, social proof. My absolute favorite. We call this flexing online, if you know what I'm saying. And to give you a crash course on how social proof works, if I had an offer, I put it up an ad on social media, 10 to 15% of the time, the person reading it will actually believe what what is being said, whether it's true or not. However... If someone else says it, if a trusted third party doesn't even have to be trusted, they might not have never known this person. If someone else says it other than you, 75% of the time, the other person hearing the message is likely to believe it, likely to transact with you. Think about those odds. That's called gambling responsibly. So think about how you can start being consistent with social proof. I'm talking testimonials, case studies, stories about people That you've helped. How can you get that information out into the world so that people can read it, digest it, take it in, and naturally, as a byproduct of that, they will most likely want to do business with you a lot sooner. And think about it how many times have you done a thing or bought a thing because you saw someone else doing it? It's really that simple. And the last but not least, the seventh law of influence, which is a little bit of a bonus one. If you ever did read the book of influence by Dr. Robert Cialdini, It talks about six, but this one's a bonus one, a little bit sneaky, has been used for good and evil. Let's be real. Think about anyone who's led a religious movement, anyone who's established a cult, anyone who's done anything good or evil at a big scale has used this principle, unity, us versus them. You're either with us or you're against us. You're buying into our thing or you're one of them. We're good. They're evil. Unity is all about establishing a common bond, like a family. We live together, we die together. We will do anything for the cause. We have a shared identity. We have our own language. I suppose this is as good a time as any to tell people why I created my own language. (laughs) But I use it for good, and you can too. If you have your own community, you have your own symbols, you have your own brands, you have your own language that not everyone gets... Only the select few, only the chosen ones get the insider knowledge. It becomes very powerful. And when you have a shared cause that people actually buy into, when you're trying to do genuine good in the world, and it's bigger than yourself, that's when you create real unity. And that, my friends, is all I have for you today. Think about how you can implement the seven laws of influence use them for good if you use them for evil just don't get caught for god's sake and that's it from me stay tuned for another episode on the i drink from skulls podcast